0: And we are underway. The morning show continuing here on a Wednesday morning. It's hour number three, and Neil Atkins joins us each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And this being Wednesday, there he is, sitting right over there, Neil Atkins. I'm I'm here here.
1: looking at you. Yeah. And we got the microphones working. Everything seems
0: to be working this morning.
1: We're all all doing our deals.
0: We had a big uh, primary election yesterday in uh, Duluth.
1: We sure did. Interesting
0: results uh, coming forward this morning.
1: Yeah, some big surprises there. Mm-hmm. We had the mayor's race, of course, which is the uh, the major race on the ballot. There were five people running. Roger Reiner came in mm-hmm. number one. Uh, Mayor Emily Larson came in a distant second here. Uh, Reiner getting about sixty-three percent of the vote. Larson about thirty-five percent. And uh, in the primary, you know, I, I believe the voter turnout was about twenty-two percent. Okay. And uh, Hopefully is,
0: better uh, results for the regular election. But.
1: Well, there will be. Yeah. It'll be over 50% turnout Good. because of the contested mayor's race. It should be higher. But the drop-off is significant from mm-hmm. presidential races and then oh, gubernatorial sure. races yeah. and then down to local races. And local races is where you should have well, yes. massive people coming out because everybody complained, complained, complained. <laughs> yeah. All the candidates that we had on uh, that came uh, before us, Uh, including the mayor. Mm -hmm. But uh, other candidates, uh, when asked uh, Ashley Castellado and she did not make it through the at-large race, neither did Therese Wasaki. uh,
0: It was basically the kiss of death to be on the show for all those uh, candidates. uh, Right,
1: actually, uh, Tara Swenson came (laughs) in first in the first She did join
0: us, too, didn't she? Yes, she did.
1: All right. But uh, (laughs) all three of them said that streets and safety were a couple of the primary issues out there. And I think that's what reverberated with uh, Mayor Emily Larson coming in a yeah. distant second here in the primary. Now, what's interesting about this is that I look at all of all the endorsed candidates, that is endorsed candidates by the Democratic Party here, mm-hmm. uh, many of them did not fare so well. Larson was endorsed by almost everybody out there. I think Rainer was endorsed by the firefighters and the police. Mm-hmm. And uh, even the Governor came to Duluth uh, the day before the election to endorse yeah. uh, Emily Larson, and that didn't see that obviously didn't pick up any steam there. Uh, in the uh, fourth district race, uh, the person that finished third was the endorsed candidate of the DFL. In the at large race, uh, two of the endorsed candidates uh, finished in uh, out of the four. but the two top uh, vote getters here, Eric Forsman, who is the incumbent, mm-hmm. and uh, Nephew, who is a new person, who were not endorsed by the DFL machine, uh, were uh, uh, came in first and second. And the other, the other two that were endorsed came in third and fourth. Now, And there was a good gap there, too. But that doesn't mean it's hopeless.
0: Well, so no. I, I know some uh,
1: people are dancing in the streets. Right.
0: There's still a general election to go. That yeah. just uh, chooses the people who will be running in November.
1: It does, but yeah. it, the gaps right. are the gaps. For instance mm-hmm. in the mayor's race for Emily Larson to overcome the gap that she had in the primary, she has to do something really special well, yeah. to do that. Unless unless all her supporters just shot she was a shoe in it's no big deal. Waiting
0: for the general elections.
1: Yep. Yeah, the That's uh what, it, what this does though it gives a poll. Right. And the poll indicates where the sentiment of the public is. People are a little
0: dissatisfied at this point.
1: I believe that uh, Mayor Larson won two precincts out of uh, mm-hmm. all of them in the city of Duluth. Wow. And Reinhardt won the rest, which has an indication that there was mm-hmm. there's some deep sentiment out there on what's going on in City Hall, okay? And what's interesting is that normally in the primary the person that gets all the endorsements whether it's the democratic party or a bunch of the unions uh, they tend to get all their their people out to vote but that's not the majority of voters okay so obviously a lot of other people voted out there Mm -hmm. and uh you know they are indicating with their vote that they don't like what's going on in city hall at this point and she's gonna have to do a lot of uh, stumping out there to try to bring those numbers back up in
0: the general election. There will be three months of campaigning now until the uh, regular yep. election So watch place.
1: your mailbox, because all the candidates <laughs> yeah. you're going to have mailings upon mailings oh, yeah. upon
0: mailings. All of them got a lot of money to spend apparently. So. Well,
1: they've got both uh, Reinhardt mm-hmm. and Larson raise about fifty grand right. each. Uh, that's that translates
0: of, to a lot of lawn signs.
1: Yep, that's as of uh, July <laughs> 30th, and obviously they've raised much more, and now after After the primary here, I suspect that Reiner will be flooded with donations because Ah. of his showing, because people want to be behind a perceived winner. (laughs) And uh, on the other races here, uh, Forsman on the at-large race uh, will probably do good as the incumbent. But these things have turned around in the past. It's kind of interesting in some of the races and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that, but we've we've got to get to what's really important here, Dave. Yes, sports with Bruce well, Siski.
0: <laughs> all right, hi Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, how does it feel to be really important? I guess really I guess important. so, right? I'll deal with it. Uh, <laughs> there I, you go. I, can, go I can
2: accept that uh, that type of a label. I got. Good I deal. Suppose it's. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm very interested to see how this all plays out. Yeah, and I'm glad that none of those mailings are going to show up in my house because I don't live in Duluth. <laughs> <That's right.
1: laughs>
0: I know yeah i will be uh, exempt from all the mailing i have as well. I have
1: friends of mine that live in Duluth, so yeah. they provide me with all the mailing, so I'll have a stack of them when i when yeah. I come in here as they start coming in so
2: but I would like to know, because we drove around and we we're driving around Duluth uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of yard signs mm-hmm. so here's my question: How many people have signs in their yard for <clears throat> any candidate that was involved in yesterday's election and didn't bother to go vote uh there's a
1: number that don't huh Wow! Yeah. Even putting a sign, even in if, with the yeah. sign up, yeah, know, they forget, yeah. they don't go. Whatever, just the case don't think is. about it, yeah. Or, or right. they go, well, I can't turn them down and let them put them in, but you know, what the <laughs> heck? And I, I saw that in races where you had two people running against each other, yep, and they'd have both signs in the same yard, yep, and you'd go and ask the people, they'd go, well, I really didn't
0: want to turn them down. <laughs>
1: See? Or oh, my husband likes that person. And
2: oh, there like you go. That, yep. ooh, that's that 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 an well, Household house yeah. rivalries. Yep. yep, yep. yep.
0: <laughs> I yep. just wonder how many people are actually swayed and vote because of a lawn sign. The uh,
1: the rule of thumb is a lawn sign is worth about three votes. Really? Okay. okay. So the point <laughs> I'm is, impressed. if you if you have a thousand lawn signs, yeah. potentially you could have three thousand votes out there right. because of the lawn signs, and right. that's the rule of thumb. But in, in these races today, lawn signs are important, mm-hmm. going door-to-door are important. Social media is a big oh, deal Huge, right now. huge. Yeah. Right. Big deal right now. That's
0: changed things and, immensely.
1: And, of course, uh, uh, any, you know, the door-knocking, the ma- the direct mail. Uh, You're forgetting one, Neil. What would that? Radio
2: be? advertising. Radio advertising, <laughs> excuse
1: me. And I encourage <laughs> right. some of these people, yeah. and radio is a big one. The, uh, I'll tell you right now, the... Uh, uh, the newspaper, I scoured the paper that came out on Saturday mm-hmm. in the Weekly Reader here uh, for ads. Right. And I found two political ads. <laughs> and those were both on the front page and that yeah. was for Mayor Emily Larson. Yeah. She had her picture up on the upper left uh, corner uh, say vote for me and there was a banner ad on the bottom there mm-hmm. were no other ads for any other candidates. Yeah. And I, I hear that somebody was telling me they went and approached the, the paper and it was hard to get to them I guess. And uh, the minimum cost for an ad was 650 bucks, which yeah, is really escalated. Yeah. And then they were trying to push the digital media, the online presence. And yeah. I did see Forsman had on on the web page for the News Tribune. He had ads on there, and I think Reiner did too. So did Larson with yeah. the digital.
0: I think a lot of the money is waiting for the general election. Obviously, it is. so.
1: But I, I had one candidate uh, ask me, you know, what, "Should I save mm-hmm. my money until the general?" I said, "Spend your money now." And mm-hmm. I know uh, some of the there were some ads on our radio stations here right. that we heard, and uh, you you can't rat hole it, especially if you're in a, a tight race right. in a primary. You, you spend what what you have, mm-hmm. and then maybe some, and then hopefully you get through the primary. and Then it's a new election. No. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs>
0: All right, thanks for the sports, Bruce, and uh, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Twins fall
2: six-zip in Detroit. They'll play again at 540. Our coverage at 5 here on KDAL from Comerica Park in Detroit. Rockies beat the Brewers 7-3 thanks to four runs, three of them off bases, loaded walks in the top of the 10th inning. Series and homestand wrap-up at 1 o'clock today. St. Cloud be the Huskies. As major league
0: pitchers, you should be able to throw strikes, you would think.
2: Find the strike zone. Use a radar if you have to. St. Cloud be the Huskies, 9-1. Huskies at Waterloo tonight at 6.30. Vikings preseason open up tomorrow, 9 p.m. in Seattle. Lynx win over Chicago, 88-79. They're at Indiana tomorrow. And uh, the UMV men's basketball team plays its first game over in Spain about uh, 12.15
0: this afternoon Mm. in Madrid. All right, thank you, Bruce. Bruce Siski show this morning, uh, just after 10. What's going on today, Bruce? Talk some hockey. The great
2: Pat McElwetti joins. We'll discuss the departure of Matt Dumba from the wild, the hole that he leaves, not Mm -hmm. just on the ice, but also in the community in the locker room,
0: and how Brock Faber can fill maybe some of that void. He left a hole in the ice. Not literally. (laughs) Just say you go fishing then. He's got an auger out there. in his. There you hole. go. I like that. Anything right. down
3: there? Uh, thank not. you, Bruce. Yeah. Uh,
0: Bruce will be back with more sports, too, next hour here on KDAO.
3: New job? Retiring? Want more control of a present IRA? Take control of your investments by transferring funds from one tax-qualified plan to another. Tax-deferred. Whether you have an employer-sponsored retirement plan rollover, an existing IRA, or simply need to make an IRA contribution, we can help. To schedule a no-obligation consultation, call Neil Atkins, your Cetera Advisor Network's LLC, member FINRA, SIPC Financial Advisor at 218 727 4767 or 218
0: 729 We are family Sister Sledge here on the morning show. It is a uh, Wednesday morning, 8.25 now. This is kind of strange. The planet Mars is apparently spinning faster than it did before. Belgium scientists say data from NASA's decommissioned InSight Mars lander led them to discover the planet's rotation is accelerating by 4 milliarcseconds seconds per year. <laughs> 1,000 milliarcseconds seconds equals 1 second.
1: Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't think we're gonna. I don't think the Mars rover is gonna get spun off no, into the no. into the stars. The so.
0: scientists figure it could be uh, from the ice accumulating on the polar caps my, my, on my. Mars. That's why it's slowing down, which results in a rise in land mass. Officials say they will continue to analyze the data out into space. But you there really you have know. to analyze to get one thousand milliseconds seconds. Yes, of uh, rotations change Well anyway. Something else.
1: Well, back on the uh, back on Earth here, yes, back in our neck of the woods <laughs> here, the primary results here in Duluth. There, actually, there were some other primaries yeah. in the region too, up in Lake County, a the County, oh, Commissioners' okay. Reach, In the Kuchichin County. There was one there too, and a few other places. Okay. But uh, the fourth district in Duluth, which is uh, the West End, Piedmont Heights, Duluth Heights, uh, we have Tara Swenson. Mm-hmm. Who came in number one with uh, about uh, fifteen or twenty votes, they had a former city councillor Howie Hansen, and uh, the third place person was uh, witherspoon and mm-hmm. she might seek a recount because uh, uh she the the gap was uh maybe fifteen twenty votes between oh, really? her and hansen
0: that 's close enough to uh well,
1: th- they've, got to re- they've got to request that. I don't know yeah. how it goes in the primary, right. but in the general election, right. there's automatic re- recounts if you have so hmm. many votes. Uh, it's too narrow, but yeah. uh, she could do that. But generally what happens in the recounts, just to tell people out there, uh, <laughs> usually not much yeah, change not happens if, these, the, if the gaps are there.
0: One or two votes yeah. maybe. But So, uh,
1: so anyway, we... Uh, uh, maybe we'll have those candidates, Jarrett Swenson and Howie Hansen, on uh, mm-hmm. as the general election comes up. It's up to the candidates to decide if yeah. they want to appear on this radio show. So candidates, don't complain mm-hmm. if you don't contact us. <laughs> well, you need to contact us. Uh, we, don't, we don't have uh, hundreds of staffers to go out there and track people down. No. But you're you're yeah,
0: welcome. We're to come easy to on. track down. We're here every day or every Monday, Wednesday, you, or Friday. Yep, and we'll you watch.
1: know where our numbers are, and Very you can well. call into our show or Brad Bennett show uh, later on and talk about your campaign. So, right. and I'm sure we'll get the mayor on again down the road here, and mm-hmm. maybe Reinhardt someday, and uh, uh, and then we've got those four city council candidates at large, but we also have a race out in the first district, which is the East End, and the fifth district, which yeah. is West Duluth. And there was no primary Right, they didn't
0: need a primary, but there's and still going to be a as
1: time goes on, campaign. we'll be talking about those races, because okay. there's actually six city council seats this year up for grabs.
0: Uh, could be some uh, major changes in city be. government, right? Eh? Yeah. Hey, let's go to the phone and see who's on the uh, line this morning. Good morning, who's this?
1: Oh, good morning, this is Jerry. I've got a little grinner for you, an older one. Okay, right, Jerry. Okay, Sven and Oli are on the unemployment line.
0: And the lady says to Sven, she says, what do you do? He says, "I'm a pilot." Oh, we have a job for you immediately. Mm. And Oli, what do you do? He says, "I'm a cutter." uh Oh, we don't have any jobs for cutter. Oli says, "Well, you gotta have a cutter. How can if I don't cut it, how can he pilot?" Yeah, oh, there you go, Jerry. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> right. Okay, right.
1: have thank a good you. rest of the day. Yeah, we always have something there. So uh, we also have our school board races out yeah. there, and uh, we've got uh, in the district three school board district three we have uh, a couple guys that have ran uh, for office before and uh, and they finished in the primary uh, uh lauren martell he's been a mm-hmm. critic of of the school district over the years and a watchdog and henry banks uh both mm-hmm. of them uh will be facing off in the third district the incumbent decided not to run the uh Martell received uh, 34, almost 35 percent of the vote, and Banks was uh, fairly closely behind him. All right. And uh, let's see what Henry did. I keep on getting shot off the <laughs> website here. Uh, Henry had 23.5 uh, mm-hmm. percent of the vote. So, so there'll be a contested race there in the school district, mm-hmm. and then there's another uh, seat where there were no, uh, where there was no primary. So. All right. So, by the way, that district is, the third district is Piedmont Heights, Duluth Heights, Central Hillside, East Hillside, and Park Point. So, kind of a big district there for the school district. All
0: right. Well, we've got several months to go now of more campaigning with uh, fewer folks campaigning, but uh, this would be for the real thing in November. The
1: real thing, and there you have it. So, we're we're the real deal there, folks. (laughs)
0: 831 at KDAL, we shall return. You no longer have to take 10,000 steps a day to be healthy. We'll find no, out really why okay. after the. Uh, apparently, the researchers at Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore have some uh, newly revised figures for you to uh, do your okay. steps per day.
1: Back to the KDAL
0: Morning Show. The raspberry is going all the way here on the uh, Wednesday morning.
1: Where do they always come up with these
0: names? Rasp- well, there's the only raspberry. so many names out there in yellow. <laughs> and eventually you got to stick to. Uh, you yeah, know, my so, little
1: garage band, we call ourselves <laughs> the cave dwellers. The who cave dwellers,
0: cave dwellers. Okay, yep. and
1: uh, believe me, the way we perform, we deserve to remain in the cave.
0: <laughs> there were no other cave dwellers we in the were, country. We were at the not time?
1: a hotly sought after oh, group okay. to say the least. <laughs> but
0: uh, all right, here we go. That new study claiming you don't need to take ten thousand steps every day to lower your risk of heart disease. Apparently, that was the. Uh, the number mentioned by most doctors to sure. keep heart disease away. Now researchers at Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore measured data from over 200,000 people who counted their steps. And they settled on 4,000 steps per day as a good target. 4,000. So less than half of their original. Do you have a little
1: monitor that you uh, I didn't
0: realize that I did, but apparently my phone does that.
1: The phone has it. Yeah. The app, it keeps on popping up on me I didn't you know that. But <laughs> and I, I walk a lot constantly. Right. And at my one office in uh at Centricity credit union, mm-hmm. I'm upstairs so I uh, I go up and down the stairs. Oh, there you go. And then I walk around aimlessly right. and try to wander around <laughs> and greet people and that sort of thing. And then uh, up yeah. in Two Harbors it's you know, we're walking around. But I it it gets so tiring to be sitting all the time. That's yeah, the problem it's good to get our, up and
0: do a little walking yeah, around our job. So I, but, the same I mean I I you, stand, you stand when I do uh, the show. Yeah. I don't walk around while I'm doing it. No, but, but you're standing, so you've got sitting, a good right.
1: flow, a good flow. <laughs> Blood flow supply through your yeah. legs there.
0: Well, anyway, in a study published this week, the scientists say people who hit the 4,000-step mark saw their risk uh, go down of dying prematurely from any cause. The added though, health benefits do increase the more that people walk, so the minimum, I guess, would be 4,000. But
1: There you go. The then more you do, a, the better. I have a question. Uh, one of my... One of my uh, contacts here. One Uh-oh. of my Actually, one of my cousins just yeah. sent me a text here wondering if there's going to be a mayor's debate, and uh, there should be. There I, usually I I, is. I think there the
0: is. Chamber of Commerce used to do one, and the News Tribune, I think, they teamed up. And would the do, Chamber
1: and the uh, News Tribune have done it in the past, and mm-hmm. now we're down to the general election. I'm sure there'll be a debate, right, and right. that's something that we've got to find out from our buddy Matt Baumgarten at uh, the Chamber. Uh there should have been one during the primary but there wasn't. Well,
0: there's so many candidates that
1: That doesn't you, make any difference. Really? You no. got shame on give them
0: equal time shame. for everybody.
1: Shame, shame <laughs> on them. When I, when I ran for mayor yeah. back at this is in 1995, Gary Doherty was the incumbent mm-hmm. and there were uh, I think 6 or 7 of us in the primary. And we had we had a debate where we were all there Really? and it was uh, a videoed. It was videoed. Right. And uh we all had uh all the candidates And they, the time, usually the League of Women Voters is one of them that used to sponsor these things, Mm -hmm. and they should have them. In the past, uh, they used to do it more uh, proactively and aggressively, and Mm -hmm. I didn't see any of those uh, real candidate forums. I know the newspaper Mm -hmm. interviewed all the candidates and had their little bios and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So back to the uh, school board race in the 3rd District, just to give you a little uh, deal on that, uh, Martell, who... uh, uh, well, the incumbent decided not to run. Paul okay. Sandholm decided not to run. So Lauren Martell received about 35% of the votes. Henry Banks, uh, 23%. But there were also two other candidates in mm-hmm. there. Math- a primary. Matthew Moses <laughs> received 21%. Yeah. And Verily uh, uh, Jokel also received about 20.5%. So that, that second seat was... Uh, Contested, you know, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And uh, Martel uh, lives in the Central Hillside. He's a semi-retired business owner, longtime volunteer at Salvation Army, and he's the self-described citizen watchdog of the school district. And Henry Banks has been active in the community. He's a resident of the Central Hillside. Uh, he's an independent contractor and consultant. He had a radio show uh, <laughs> on a on a different group at one point in time really okay he's uh he was active uh, he was the founder and first co-chair of the clayton mcgee uh memorial up here on first street mm-hmm. Volunteer instructor for the university for seniors vice president of the transit authority board he's a member of the naacp All right. so uh so anyway he's been active in the community and uh, uh so two guys have been active they've been real interested mm-hmm. in the school district and uh I think either one of them uh, would be a good choice out there. So Should you know, make for you, a good
0: race, yeah. Yeah,
1: when you have some good candidates. Now, when we get back to the fourth district there for the city council, where it appears, though, Howie Hansen and uh, Tara Swenson mm-hmm. will face off. And uh, Tara came in first in it, and she's a, a newcomer, did a real good campaign, and Howie Hansen. Had been a, a member of the city council yeah. at one point in time.
0: Name recognition, obviously. And some name recognition right.
1: there. <clears throat> and uh, so it'll be an interesting race there. And mm-hmm. Both of them are moderate moderates as far as their political mm-hmm. side. Neither one of them endorsed by the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Swenson picked up uh, the police union and maybe the, I can't remember uh, others, but we'll find out more. Mm-hmm. And so that race should be an interesting race with... Uh, you know, two people real interested in serving their community, right. and uh, uh, one a newcomer and one guy that's been around for a while. So, uh, and then of course you got large race. You got Eric Forsman, the incumbent nephew who came in second, and then uh, uh, the two other candidates. We'll get in a little bit more on those folks too for you, so All you right. can get the scorecard ready. Okay,
0: <laughs> very good. Eight forty now at KDAL. We shall return. And nephew.
1: Who are not endorsed. And the Democratic Party will continue on with these mm. their endorsements. Oh, I see. So here's the people, the, the two people that finished third and fourth in the primary at large endorsed by the DFL party. Mm-hmm. The people that finished first and second by a good margin, uh, not endorsed by the Democratic Party. Okay. Right. Okay. The mayor of the city of Duluth endorsed by the DFL party uh, was beat by almost two to one by mm-hmm. Roger Ryan, unendorsed. Okay. All and right. the fourth city council district the endorsed DFL are finished third. Okay, mm-hmm. not Didn't move forward. So my only point is... So you're is telling
0: me uh, being endorsed by the DFL is not going to help.
1: In this race, <laughs> uh, in this particular race, yeah. for the primary, it does not appear to have helped. Now, no. the, uh, the regular troops, so to speak, of the uh, groups got mm-hmm. their people out, and that's a percentage of those that went out and voted. But it does show... Mm-hmm. That uh you know people voted, especially in the mayor's race, mm-hmm. uh with the idea that there's something of concern with what's going on yeah. at city hall and now will that continue on in the general election mm-hmm. it could be i wouldn't i wouldn't throw i wouldn't throw Emily Larson out the window at this point <laughs> no. because uh she yeah. is the incumbent and and she's gonna obviously fight hard mm-hmm. and of course Reinert. Mm. has got the wind to his back right now because he has such a wide uh, margin, so it's up to him to show what he's all about so he can keep the lead. Mm. And these other candidates, especially in the at-large race, now here's what can happen. I had an at-large race when I ran at-large for the city council. And uh, it was similar to this, okay? Uh, I was not endorsed by anybody, and Arnold Kahn, who uh is in business with a contracting firm here, mm-hmm. and I finished I finished third, he finished fourth in the primary, and the two endorsed candidates finished first and second, okay? Mm. We went on into the general election, I won first, he Arnold Kahn won second, wow. and we defeated all the endorsed candidates, okay? <laughs> yeah. So in that respect and that was during a mayor's race, that was right. when John Fito was running for reelection. And John Fito won re-election, and he was not endorsed by the DFL party either. Yeah. yeah. So the point of the matter is, is that uh, endorsements are great, but sometimes it doesn't mean no. that you win the big cigar. Okay.
0: And these are uh, nonpartisan races too. They are so. supposed to be, yeah, but the so.
1: Democratic Party tends to go out and endorse people. <laughs> so right. there you
0: go. We got a phone call. Hi, who's this?
3: Hey, this is Wade. Go ahead. So I don't live in Duluth, but of course, Duluth fact. Our economic security in 150 miles radius from Duluth. Sure it does. You know, and and the thing that, that Roger can do today is bask in the glory that, you know, he should take today and say, hey, I stomped it. But starting tomorrow, he's got to put the pedal to the metal. Because Big Blue is gunning for him, and they are not going to at anything.
1: No, you're right. This is a big embarrassment for the state DFL party to mm-hmm. uh, literally have a mayor beaten by almost 2-1 to one well, in a primary.
3: You, you know, Neil, the other thing about what you just said, the, to most working people, the state DFL the last two years has been a big embarrassment. They really have. I mean, they have done everything they can to make it harder to work in Minnesota. They really have and no one can change my mind on that. I know I'm correct because I'm out every day in all kinds of businesses, anything from a one-man business all the way up to a paper mill. Everybody's got the same complaint. Big Blue is not good for anybody that works, period.
0: All right. Hey, thanks for the call. Thanks, Appreciate sir, it. Wade, good to hear from you. Coming up on eight fifty, we shall return. The morning show continues after this. It Don't come easy. Ringo Starr as we uh, wrap up the morning show or this portion of the morning show here. Ringo. Wednesday. Johnny Ringo. No,
1: that's something else. <laughs>
0: Ringo Starr.
1: So uh, here's here's my final uh, chapter right. on the, the mayor's primary, okay? The All right. primary. So Emily Larson comes in with 35% of the vote. Roger Reiner at 62% of the vote. Now, if I can go back in history. Okay. okay. Uh, back in uh, 2007... A hotly contested primary with three major candidates. Now, mm-hmm. if there would have been another major candidate in this, yeah. you know, Emily Larson, Mayor Larson, is fortunate. She did not have a third well-known individual running because if that happened, it could she could have fared as incumbent Mayor Herb Bergson did back in 2007 oh, where Charlie Bell and City Councilor Donnie Ness beat him out in the primary. Mm-hmm. He lost in the primary. And we can go back further. In right. 1979, wow. when Bob Bowden was the mayor, mm-hmm. John Fito was on the city council, and former mayor Ben Boo decided to throw his hat in the ring. Right. They had the primary, and Bob Bowden was bumped off mm-hmm. uh, in the primary, and John Fito and Ben Boo went at it with each other, and Fito became the mayor. So you did not have a three-way, hot, <laughs> contested primary no. here. You just had the two with, right. with three other candidates that were basically unknown. But the point is, is that both now Reinhardt and Larson have their polling results for the general election. So Mayor Larson has a lot of room to make up here, and Roger Reinhardt, as uh, somebody said, uh, you know, needs to keep keep the thing rolling. Basically,
0: in the driver's seat at this point, but we'll have to. You can't
1: lax off, and and the incumbent has has going back
0: in history. Has anybody who finished second in the primary come back to win the general?
1: You know, I uh we'd we'd have to go and we'd have to go and look. Okay. Uh when uh Gary Doty ran for reelection mm-hmm. and Herb Bergson moved over from superior, that's the race I was in. Yeah. And Doty won fairly handily the general uh, the primary and Bergson came in second and then Bergson and he fit, faced off. This yeah. was in nineteen ninety five, and Doty won handily. Oh, okay. Wow. Then later on Bergson came moved back while well, he had moved to Duluth from mm-hmm. Superior and then he got himself elected, uh I think in 2001 to the Duluth City Council, and then he uh, later on ran for or 2003 and ran for mayor, and uh, or excuse me in 2001 and ran for mayor in uh, in 03 and won, mm. and but uh, yeah we'd have to look
0: to see yeah uh, I'm not sure I mean it's uh, certainly possible it could happen but yep. I don't know if it's happened before.
1: But, uh, yeah, so anyway, it's going to be an interesting general election coming up for all these races. We'll be
0: talking about that for the next three months.
1: I think so, Dave. (laughs) It won't happen. Is it what, November? It's coming up probably November. uh, Usually it's around the 7th or 8th. uh, It would be the 7th, I think.
0: 7th, there you go. That's a Tuesday. Yeah. All
1: right. So we've got time to go. Time to go. And a summer to enjoy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But then again, you know, twenty-two, twenty-three percent voter turnout is is better than it has been in the really? primary, but okay. that's not good. Yeah. And, of course, the state changed the primary from uh, just after Labor Day to mm-hmm. August. So it's uh, even, you know, people are busy with doing other things.
0: True. More time for campaigning, I guess, before yep. the general election, too. That'll be ramping up here as the weeks go along. All right, Neil, we'll catch you back here again, I guess, on Friday then, right?
1: You got it. I'll see you, Dave. We'll see right. if there's any new news.
0: Okay. <laughs> big girls don't cry. Even if you lost, keep in mind, big girls don't cry. It's Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. We've got news from there CBS up next.